official podcast of SoCo. This is a platform for our community of creators, indie workers, and entrepreneurs. On with the show. Kelvin, what's up, man? How you doing, Gene? Good. Thanks for coming in and talking to me today. Of course, brother. Welcome to the program. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything fancy to say. But, uh, but uh, first off, um, I'm super pumped to meet you. Uh, Greg talked you up to me pretty well. Um, I want to say, first off, you are speaking at the Growth Summit. Yes. 2022 Growth Summit. So yeah. what's what will you be, what will you yeah. be there for? Uh, first off, if, yeah. if you're listening to this, you're SoCo member or a listener, and you don't know what the Growth Summit is, check it out. Um, I'll make sure and put a link in there, growth-summit.org. But, um, but what will you be? Yeah. You so be? Um, I'll be talking, I'll be doing like an individual session where I'm talking about um, online marketing and like gotcha. how to really like brand your, your like, um, your like brand or, you know, if you are the brand, like how, how, how to use yourself to market your brand. Gotcha. And then I'll be doing like a panel session with like, I think three other, nice, like three other, like, uh, business owners or like, um, so they got media. you for multiple sessions. Yeah. 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 Two, Man. Yeah. You know, so, work that out. Yeah. Pay a little bit more. <laughs> um, you, you're, you're, I'm going to call it a business. Yeah. Notoriously dapper. Yes, sir. I dig that. Yeah. Um, your Instagram, that's where I uh, was introduced. That's what was sent to me first was the Instagram. Sure. 123,000 followers. Yeah. That's impressive, bro. Yeah. I just reached that yesterday, and I, like, made a post because I was like, uh, I love, like, the numerical – Cadence of things like one, two, three, <laughs> like three, four, or five. Well, you know what I mean. Hopefully, it doesn't stay there. I know, sure. right? I was like, it's like it would go like to one, two, four. But then I was like, I'm looking forward to two, three, four next. Okay, you know? yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. So what? What? What do you do? What? Yeah. Let's set it up. Um, okay. Um. So, I am what you call an influencer slash model public figure. Right. I'm lucky enough to be like a hybrid. Okay. Of that. Um. So most people that are just models sometimes are like. That's all they do. Like, they just are models. Like, they're just a face. Like, nobody okay. really knows their name. I'm lucky enough to be an influencer, model, and public figure. So it's like I I am known as, like, Kelvin the model. Like, people, like, when they see my face, they recognize okay. me from, like, you right. know, Instagram, my other brand things. So that's pretty much, like, that's what I do. Um, I'm also an award-nominated author. Oh, okay. Uh, notoriously Dapper, How to Be a Modern Day Gentleman with Manner, Style, and Body Confidence. Got you. Uh, I want to talk about that, too. That's, okay, cool. That's, that's what I want to dig into, but we got to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's what I do. Um, and, you know, it's all about just, like, spreading positive energy and just trying to let people understand that if you have a dream, like, you have to go. You have to go for it, you know. There's no other way yeah. around it. Like, you know, your dreams would never work if you don't work for them. I love that. Yeah. You got to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Ah, oh, damn. Well, this podcast is over. <laughs> I don't want to work. Yeah. <laughs> so how, so let's, let's start. We were talking a little bit before you, uh, taught art. I did. Yeah. In a public high school. I did. It was a high school. Yeah. I just assumed it was high school. Cause we're yeah. talking about my, my, it's all about me today. <laughs> um, talking about my kid who's in high school, but yeah. So, Art teacher in high school. Yeah, I did two years at Brooklyn Casey and yeah. then six years at St. Andrews Middle School. Right. So, um, and during my tenure of teaching, uh, I have to pay a lot of the aspect of who I am as a man, especially till this day, uh, being mm. a educator. Because, okay. you know, you meet so many different personalities and so many different um, genres of people. And not only as like... Um, colleagues but like your students right so like you have kids that have never even been to like the south carolina state fair you and then oh you, sure yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah and then you have kids that have like been everywhere they've been to disney world they've been to hawaii and it's like trying to get all these kids on the same playing field and trying to get them to love and to respect each other in the same element mm. is you know a very difficult thing to actually do especially when you're an art teacher when they throw everybody in your classroom right, right. it's not right. like the other classes where there's like gifted, there's this, there's that. Right. You yeah. just get everybody. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I used to say that I get the good, the bad, and the ug ugly. Yeah, right? yeah, I get you. And I loved, I honestly loved it's public getting, school, man. You can, yeah. You can say it. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved getting all of the ranges of like personalities. Right. You know, I had, right. I had kids that were gang members, 
kids, you know, that were, you know, never even heard of a gang. You right. know what I mean? So right. it was just like a great way for me to not only help everybody be on the same page and have a understanding and love and respect for one another, but it also helped me, you know, when I was writing my actual book, it helped me, you know, because a lot of the things that I was teaching those young men, I was writing it in my book. So I was like, I could just pretty much do everything that I'm doing in the classroom and just put it in this book. That's and that's legit. pretty much what happened. That's awesome. Yeah. I, f- I find that like with this, like talking to people like you, meeting people, it's sort of the same. It's not the same as writing a book. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's, it's this uh, practicing who you are. For sure. Right. And it's yeah. so valuable uh, to do that. And it sounds like you've, found a way to make a living doing that. Yeah, yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. And, you know, a funny story, when I was, like, doing, so I started, like, my blog and Instagram stuff while I was te- teaching. Right. And I was actually at St. Andrew's Middle the middle School when it, like, got very popular, and it was, like, started becoming, like, a thing. And I remember, like, uh, spring break of, like, 2016, I did, like, a big American Eagle ad in mm. – it was all over, like, the television and all over, like, <laughs> YouTube, everywhere. So when I got back from after spring break, all, like, of my students were like, hey, Mr. Davis, we, like, think we saw you, like, in this, like, thing. You're so a target I, right now. Yeah. And I, like, basically, like, froze. I was like, okay, I have to come up with a lie. So I told them oh. that. I, so I told them I had, like, a twin brother. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> and That could be fun. Yeah, right, yeah. And I told them that his name was Kevin. And my name was Kelvin. I was like, yeah, his name was Kevin. Like, he's really not a da-da-da. <laughs> and they believed that for maybe, like, a whole of, like, three weeks. Oh, okay. Whoa, wow. Yeah. And they were like, that doesn't make any sense because every time you're gone, like, you're he's gone, gone too. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we follow him on Instagram. And you guys are, like, never together. You know, like, there's never any, <laughs> any like, pictures of y'all. You know? And yeah, you said you guys are like, really close. You ever met really Dwayne weird. The Rock Johnson's brother? Yeah, right. Dwayne, yeah. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson's brother, The Rock? Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Same thing. yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what, you guys, you got me. And funny enough, it was the sixth graders that caught me. Oh. It, it wasn't even the eighth graders. Like, the eighth graders like, were like, oh, well, we don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're beyond you. Yeah, yeah. 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 So what do, you, what, do you, what do you do? Like, what's the blog about? What, yeah. what is that job? So um, I graduated from USC in 2010. And when I got my first teaching job in 2011, um, I went to go get some more like stylish kind of clothing because I've always been into like dressing nice. I've always been yeah. into art, and you know uh, I have a very unique fashion style. And um, I went to go get like some stuff, like you know, like some bright colored ties, you know, some different kind of pants. And I went to um, the store that I guess I shouldn't name. <laughs> Or well, I can't. If, if I you're not get, getting paid, I'm not yeah, getting paid. To yeah, right. Either, so. <laughs> um, and I saw this red blazer, and okay. I was like, "Man, that, that's like not." And when I mean red, I mean like stop sign red, like <laughs> oh, not man. like burgundy red, like right. not like that. Right. You know what I mean? Bright red, like very strong. I was like, "I need that." So <laughs> I went inside and I asked the lady. I was like, "Do you have like a 46 in that?" And she was like, "No, but let me check." So she checks and she's like, "No, the largest size that we have is like a 42." I was like, "Oh wow!" I was like, "Do you have anything like like another store? Like I can order it offline. Maybe you can right. ship it here." And she's like, no, like, we don't have that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a bummer. And then Make she that. was like, well, maybe you should go to, like, a big and tall store. Like, you seem like what? a little you seem like a little too big to even be in, in here. And this is Express, by the way, which Express oh, is a okay. very slim fit, you know, kind of like yeah, it is. European Children. kind of steel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So That's what I call them. Yeah. Anybody under two two forty. Yeah, you're, right. You're yeah. a child. Is that hundred percent agree? Yeah, no, no, no. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. And I was like, uh, you know, and it kinda offended me. Yeah. And I think it offended me more because it came from um a female. You know, I feel like if oh, it came from a male, I would just be like, yeah. you know, like, whatever, like, screw you guy. Like, yeah. whatever. Like you're having a bad day. Yeah. But the fact that it came from a female, and she said it very loudly, and, like, mm. people, like, you know, kind of looked at me. Right. And it was kind of, like, one of those moments of, like, embarrassment, like, body shame. 
feel you. So it was like my first time as a guy ever being body shamed, right? Because as guys, like, we, like, mess around. We, like, oh, dude, you're so fat. Like, oh, come on. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we play yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, But it's, like, to actually have somebody, like, tell you, like, you know, you're too fat to shop here, it really, like, you know, it kind of hurt my feelings, you know? And, like, you know, like, man, But you're not a feelings. fat guy. I'm not, you know? But at that time, I did, I did gain a good bit of weight because uh, I had just had – my first daughter, and I was, like, you know, sure. gaining, like, the after, what you happens? know, dad, you know, yep. post-pregnancy. I mean, yep. not post-pregnancy, but post, you know, yep. my partner's pregnancy. Wait, was it pals, in, you know in college, I mean? the freshman 15? Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There's also a 15 to 20 once you have that first kid. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just sedentary, I mean. Yeah, yeah. You can't go anywhere. There's a damn kid in your house. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So you're stuck, right? Yep. yep. And, um, and if you do, it's only to go to work, right? Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so mm. I couldn't shake this feeling of, like, damn, I feel really, like, insecure. Like, really, yeah. I don't really feel too great about myself, like, body-wise. So I was, like, I always wanted to start, like, a blog, right? I've always really been into, like, fashion and the way imagery kind of can convey a uh, message without speaking. Right. And I was, like, okay, I kind of want to start a blog, like, do, like, okay. a, like, a fashion blog thing. And do, like, you know, and say some things about body positivity and, like, mental health and really good things of that sort. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what should I name it? And I was like, you know, Dapperly Stylist, Notoriously Stylist. And I was like, what about Notoriously Dapper? So I went on GoDaddy and I bought the domain. And then I had one of my friends from USC help me build the site. And okay. bought a camera off of eBay for, like, 200 bucks. <laughs> taught myself how to, like, use it. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And the rest is kind of, like. History. I just like would post. So there was like a period from 2011 to 2017, really, where I posted almost every day on my blog. If not every day, it was at least four, four times a week. And it was like about like, you know, I would just do like different messages about, um, you know, uh, giving like positive inspiration for men and really, you know, having a space for men to feel confident to talk about anything as far as body image all the way to mental health. And, um, yeah, in 2017 was when, like, the women's body positivity movement became, like, very, like, mainstream. Yeah. It was, like, everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah. And people just had a natural curiosity started Googling, like, male body positivity. And unbeknownst to me, like, the first thing that would come up was me and my blog because I had, like, a body positive menswear blog. Like, that's what I called it. It was, like, a body positive menswear blog. and Some good keywords, man. Yeah. And, you know, just based off of SEO, right? Is that yeah. what's called? Like yeah, yeah. search into optimization? You figured it yeah, out Yeah, yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. I became like this um, this entity and like this voice for like male, uh, for like positive male body image. Yeah. And uh, this guy from the New York Times, he wrote an article about me. And it was like, meet the guy that's changing the landscape for the men's fashion industry. And I'm teaching, like, these kids, and I get, like, all these messages on my phone, and I'm getting, like, all these, like, hits on my blog and all these emails and stuff. I'm like, what is going on? Like, and my friends were like, dude, some dude, like, wrote an article about you, like, saying you're, like, the guy that's going to, like, change the fashion industry, like, the way, like, it's changed for women. Like, it's going to be more inclusive and this and that. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm going to be that guy. Yeah, I'm just, like. Doing my thing. Yeah, I'm just living, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just doing things that feel good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's legit, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, um, cause, uh, one of, one of the, I own a couple of businesses. One of them is, is a gym. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one, you know, we have an intake process for new people. And, and it's always when we get a guy in, yeah, say it's like a middle aged person or whatever. And it, it's like, uh, emotional armor mm. to be like, yeah, I got me a 12 pack or, you know, sure. Not a six pack, but a twelve pack, and it always makes something like that. And over the years, I've learned, you know, like early on, I was like, "What's wrong with this guy?" You know. But now I understand yeah. that it's like it's a defense mechanism for sure. And they're they're just getting it out there before. I guess they're worried that you're going to judge them or whatever. Yeah. But they're just getting it out there before then. Yeah. Um. So like you don't say anything about it, or like you know, or, bring, like, yeah. or anybody else say anything about it. They're like, you know, it's almost like but they're bringing it up a lot. Yeah. Like. You're like, it's okay. a problem. Yeah. yeah it's, it's cool. <laughs> That's why you're here. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, and, you know, when all that started to like ha- happen, for me, it was like, well, what do I do with this cape? Right. Yeah. Cause it was like yeah, yeah. society and like 
the world and like the universe is like gave me this cape. It was like yeah. You are the guy. Well, it was almost like I was chosen in like a way, right? I guess. Yeah. It sounds like you worked at it though. I did. I did. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. You post, per, posting every day per, 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 for two or three per, years in a row. That's, yeah. That's that's grinding, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I hundred percent. And you know, I suffer a lot from imposter syndrome. A lot. Like, because there'll be moments where I'm like, you know, I'll try to like downplay what I do. I'm like, yeah, da, da, da. But it's like, you know, when I think about it, you mm. know, it's like, damn, I really did put in, like, that work. And I put really the, did yeah. tell people, like, I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. I'm going to be an ads for Target. I remember when I was a, te- a teacher and I would tell other te- teachers what I'm going to be doing and they would literally laugh at me. Oh, They'd right. They'd literally be like, oh, right. you're going to be- Dude, you're yeah. like five nine over like two forty and you're bald. You're not gonna be a model. Like <laughs> good try. You you know what I mean? Did that fuel you? Did that give you fuel to I mean, oh, yeah. did you turn that into Oh yeah positive energy and be like, Well, I'll show you. Yeah, because for sure. I always knew what I was capable of. Right. Because I know my work ethic and I know that I am able to do things that a lot of people just aren't able to to like do, you know, because rejection to me doesn't hurt as much as like, you know, the feeling of re regret of not trying. Do mm. you know what I mean? It's like when somebody says no or like you didn't make it or, you know, we're not going to sign you to this agency. It hurts a lot less than if I didn't try at all. Cause then I'll be wondering, well, yeah. I'll have this anxiety, but well, what if I would have did it? Well, what if I, this would have happened? That would suck. Yeah. You know, and you know, I lived, that's what they had. Exactly. Which is why they were shitting on you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be that. No, you know, you definitely don't. And you know, I live by this quote that like, uh, I forget who said it, but, uh, it was like, if you think the price of winning is too high, just wait until you get the bill from, Regret, and I was like, "Damn, Ur. that really—that's yeah, real. It, it is real yeah. because it's like yeah. I think about it now. If I wouldn't have done what I wanted to do, I would literally be watching somebody else doing all the things that I wanted to do. And that feeling of regret that I could be the one in target. Mm-hmm. I could have been the first, you know, uh, non-traditional male model for Nike. I could have done this. I could have done that. It's like I'm watching somebody else live this dream." Yeah, I would say. And it's supposed to be me. And you were so close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wrote all the damn blog posts. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's like whenever society gave me this cape or when, like, you know, I, like, earned this cape, I would say I earned this cape because I, I worked say. very hard. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, so what What do I do now? Like, do I continue to move forward? Do I continue to, you know, elevate this blog? Mm. Do I go to a different route? You know, so a lot of things were going in inside of – my head and I was like, you know, maybe I just want to be the person that people just look up to. Yeah. Like I just want to be what I needed when I was a kid, you know, like my dad was like a great role model, but it was like, I needed like, whenever I wasn't with him, I needed other representation. Like whenever I wasn't with my mom and dad, I needed to see other positive representation Right, and, like in the right. world, and every yeah, time I went yeah, shopping, yeah. every time I went everywhere, I always saw the same figure, yeah, like a fair skin, like yeah. ripped, chiseled dude. It's Thor, and every yeah, Th- everyone else, exactly. Thor, yes, I am not Thor, yeah, yeah. same, you know. Yeah. And it's like, you know, growing up with that, you know, over, you know, like, you know, just over consumption of like this is what male beauty is. Right, growing up in right. that, you're just like, well, I'm dark skin. I'm like, you know. I'm like short. I'm kind of chunky. Like I don't feel this imagery of yeah, male. It feels beauty. unattainable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I was like, I need to be that for a kid. You know, so like one day a kid can look at me and be like, oh well, I can be like, I can do this too because you know, look at this guy. You know, he looks like my uncle. He looks like right. one of my old like band directors. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right. He, he looks like an average guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the whole point of it. It was like you have brands have all these brands and companies have so many people. They're regular people buying your stuff. Yeah. Why do you want some guy that looks like it makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood the um, like the cologne and perfume ads. Oh, just, I mean, those are just so like they're so like, cheesy. What did I just watch? They're so terrible. But it's but the people it's, in them don't look. They look like. Elves from Lord of the Rings. You yeah, know, you're exactly. like, who are, where did you find these people? Like, 
<laughs> it's so true, though. They I really don't know do. anybody that looks like Jennifer Aniston that's not in Hollywood. That's like, true. It just it's weird. Yeah, it's true. You yeah, know? It, it, but it I'm really with is. you. I'm with you. Yeah, and like those commercials are always very dark too. It's like where's the yeah, lighting at? Yeah, it's like always. You know what I mean? And they're always like riding like a horse or something. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like what? It's like, what? <laughs> like, what? The, the reality is like you, you see something that looks cool. Yeah, and you go and get your copy of it, your version of it, and you put it on. You're like. I don't look anything like that. Yeah. This looks completely different on me. This yeah. This is crap. Yeah. You know? This is not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no representation for... Exactly. ...people that are normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. So so how did you get where you are now? I mean, you're, yeah. you're, you're teaching school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, and you're getting jobs. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? So it was like one of those things where I was like, it got to a point where I was like, I need... You know, an agency, I need something, right? And, you know, um, there was this modeling agency that, um, you know, I was, you know, in the talks of signing with. Okay. And uh, I went to Miami to meet with the director and stuff. And, uh, you know, they, you know, told me to take off my shirt. They were taking pictures and stuff. And I turned around and the lady said, oh, wow, you have, like, a lot of stretch marks on your back. I was like, yeah, like. Who cares, yeah. right? And she's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's not, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just don't think that's going to work mm, out for damn. us. Damn. So it was like another, like, hit, right? I was like, damn. Like, okay, so I'm just not. So I basically have, like, society and the world telling me, <clears throat> you're this guy for the, in for, like, the, in, um, the, inclusivity and, like, to push this, you know, yeah. narrative of, like, all men are, you know, should be, Represented, but then I have the fashion industry telling me, "Nah, we're not ready. We're not going to do this. Yeah, like we're not ready yet, right?" So you know, things go go like by, and um, and I got my book offer in 2016, and uh, the lady she reached out to me, and I thought it was a joke at first. I was like, "There's no way this lady wants me to like write a book. Does she even know who I am? You you know what I mean? Of course she does, right?" So. <clears throat> I, like, emailed her back after she was very persistent, and I <laughs> met up with her. And we for had, real? Like, for real? For real? Yeah. I was like, do you sure you want me to do this? <laughs> like, And she was like, you know, basically, we have a lot of etiquette books that have been written, but they're all written by a lot of older white guys, and they give etiquette advice, like, you should use this fork for this, and you should dress this way for this. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah. And she's like, you know, we need an etiquette book that gives modern-day advice for the average normal millennial man and she's like we think that you could be that guy to give that i said okay and so i signed the deal and i'm writing this book and as i'm writing it you know this is like at the at the time where like my blog and instagram were like you know getting a lot of um i got a lot of traction yeah. so i'm like promoting the fact that i'm like coming out with the book and everybody's like excited about it and you know i'm using my students as case studies as well because I'm oh, using, wow. like, different sit- situations that, you know, that I could use that I'm, like, teaching these kids. I'm putting it, like, in this book. The same, like, things that my dad taught me and my uncles taught, taught me. I'm, like, you know, putting it in this book, and I'm also implementing it in my classroom. So it was, like, a full circle wow. kind of thing. So when I finished uh, writing the book, it took me about, like, it took me about nine months to write. And uh, the release date was October 2017. And prior to my book coming out, whenever that school year started in August, I got an email from this lady named Charlotte. And Charlotte is the director of the modeling agency that I'm signed with now. And it's called Bridge Models. She reached out to me and was like, hey, I have this agency in London called Bridge Models. And the reason why we call it Bridge is because we bridge the gap in between straight size models and plus size models. We want everybody to be represented. I'm like, okay, cool. Da da da. I'm like, mm, sounds like a scam. So I like Google this lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I like, love the skepticism you've approached your entire career with. Seriously. Like, we want you to write a book. You're a fake. Yeah. <laughs> we, we want to represent you. This sounds like a scam. Yeah, right? <laughs> I like have like so much uh, imposter <laughs> syndrome. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, there's no way somebody <laughs> wants me this, right? Right. Yeah. 
So I like go to my prince, the principal. I'm like, hey, I need like a couple of days off. Like this lady wants to fly me to London. Got to go to London, bro. With me. And he and he like knew what I was trying to do. Right. So he was like, oh yeah, do it, Mr. Davis. Like this could be your moment. Da da da. I said, okay, cool. So I emailed her back. She like sent me the flight stuff, and then I flew out that next day. Wow. I met with her in London. She took me out to like lunch. She showed me the offices, all this stuff, and. Um, it was like one of those things where uh, she was like, so this agency right now is is only dedicated to women, but I want to open up a men's board, and I want you oh. to be one of the first men that I sign That's cool. so we can get things started. And she's like, you know, basically telling me, I see so much in you. She was like, I don't care how tall you are. I don't care, da-da-da, right. this and that. I see when I look at your imagery, like your images – I feel happiness. I feel like somebody that I can relate to. Right. And that feeling is what the fashion industry needs. And I was like, oh, shit. I Damn. was like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Am, am I allowed to curse? I've already done it twice. Okay, okay, okay. okay, 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 okay. <laughs> you're good. I was like, <laughs> I was, you said that, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, man, this is like, well, you're right. This I'm, is awesome. I'm looking at your, your, your feed on Instagram. It is. I mean, thank you. Yeah. It, it, feels very positive very happy um yeah thank I mean, you this is this is what you want it's, yeah it's great yeah so like yeah, you kind of have to be a jerk to find something negative in this i know right can you believe i have haters do you really <laughs> oh yeah oh my god let's get into that in a minute let's, yeah yeah because I, I gotta we'll take names we'll take care yeah, of yeah. <laughs> well, well real quick your, we'll your book your book is named the same thing as your blog, Notoriously Dapper. Yeah. How to be a modern gentleman with manners, style, and body confidence. Yes, sir. So you, that is, am I wrong? I mean, did you did you target that for millennial generation? Yeah. That's So it's specifically. It's for like, really, it was marketed towards uh, men ages like really 18 to like 35. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So some, some late stage extras in there too, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. it really starts from when I was. Like eighth grade, the book starts about eighth grade cool. and it goes all the way to when I have my first kid. Got you. Yeah. Got you. And the book first and then the representation. Yes. Second. Okay. Yeah. I mean yeah. the Yeah. So like So they started the 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 representation with men yeah. with with you. Yeah. Okay. And uh so she gave me the contract and I flew back to South Carolina. And I'm like, uh, get one of my lawyer friends to look over it. He's like, dude, this is a good contract. Like, you, you should do it. Because, you know, I read this stuff, and I'm like, I don't know what all these percentages mean. Like, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to sign my life away. Right. You know? Yeah, what he, am I doing here? Yeah. And he's like, no, dude, it's great. Like, you should do it. So I sign it. I, like, email it back to her. And, you know, literally a week later, she sends me an email. She's like, you know, welcome to Bridge, da-da-da, like, we're so excited to have you. We have a client that's interested in booking you for a shoot. They're, like, uh, Target. She, like, attaches the <laughs> website as she's if, Target. like, I don't know what it is because she's from <laughs> London. Like, she has no idea what Target is. Yeah, she, yeah. Like, she like you no live idea. in South Carolina, you don't know shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she, like, sends me, like, the link to him, like. I know who Target is. They're like, do you not know what Target <laughs> is? I'm like, what the hell? So I'm like. Uh, and she's like, they want to offer you this much for this shoot, da da da. Like, are you okay to do it? They'll fly you out to New York, da da da. Put you in a whole hotel. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm like, like, and Me? you ha- and you have to understand, she's telling a teacher that doesn't even make thirty five thousand dollars a year, right? That like they're going to get paid X amount of dollars. They're going to fly to New York. They're going to be like. Treated like this yeah. special entity. Yeah. Yeah, forgive me if I'm skeptical. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, yeah, I'm down to do it. Like, I love Target. She's like, okay, this must be like a popular brand over in the States. I said, yes, it's like gigantic. It's like very big. Like, yeah. I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I like went, I went there. I did, I did the shoot and like the rest is history, man. Like, okay. like when that came out, it was like Target's like first. Like non traditional, really. They like call me like plus size, but I'm not plus size. But like the industry doesn't have any other term for a man that's not over a size. Sure, that's like not a size thirty two. Right. It's like I'm just yeah. a regular dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't really know anybody that wears a There's size a lot thirty of or thirty two. It's always sold out in the yeah. Stores. Exactly. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody that I know wears a thirty six and above. I know. 
I don't know anybody that wears like a 32 yeah. or 30. My kids. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And they're like 14. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and that like really just was like, boom, like Target's being, because Target was always being that way for women, but they weren't that way for men. Okay. So when they were doing that for men, they were like, boom, here's the guy. Cool. You were like right on the, right on the crest of that wave. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. And then my book came out in October. So it was like serendipitous that like this came out and my book came out around the same time. So it was like, boom, I got to hit it hard. You know what I mean? So I just started like, you know, promoting my book and this and that. And then my book got nominated for NAACP Image Award. And I lost to Oprah, but it's okay. You know, I don't have any hatred, but (laughs) Oprah definitely has enough awards. Yeah, really. She doesn't need any more. And if she's listening or she ever, anybody (laughs) ever ever listening to this, ask her to just consider, you know, just handing me the award. Yeah. Pass it down. Yeah, just pass it down. Like, you don't need it, right? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, that was really cool, too. Like, going to Pasadena and Mm. taking my, like, mom and, you know, living that experience um i met morgan freeman oh wow yeah that's cool it was like really cool that's i met cool. chadwick bozeman oh wow and you know he's well, from, he's a local anderson boy yeah, yeah. and he's from Ander- anderson, anderson and um i'm wow, from right. here and okay. we had like a really cool exchange about Clem- clemson and carolina that's cool yeah it was a really cool yeah, yeah. yeah. So, i guess he's a clemson guy yeah from yeah. being from anderson I think yeah it just you have to yeah <laughs> but it was like very surreal being in this room of people because it's almost like you can't be a fan because you're all oh. nominated for different like yeah, you're all nominated we're right working. i'm yeah, working here exactly yeah. so it's like you know in the grand scheme of things yeah for me i'm like i'm just nominated for like a book but he's nominated for like top actor or whatever yeah. so i'm like fan but it's like i have to remember i can't be a fan you have to act like an equal I around beat these. you i gotta yeah. win i know right <laughs> so it's like we have to act like equals right so it was like really cool like just getting to know that's cool um them and like pick their brain and just talk to different kind of people and um you know, and that helped me a lot, too, because when I got back, and you have to understand, like, when I was doing this, I was still teaching. So the year from 2017 to eight, 18 was my last year teaching. So during, during this whole year, all this was happening, all this traveling, all this stuff. So I would literally mm. go to New York. So there's a flight that leaves from Columbia during the weekday. The flight it goes to New York at 6 in the morning, and you land there at 8. And I would do the shoot from Target. I would get to the studio around, like, 9. And I would shoot from, like, 9 to, like, 6. And then that same flight leaves from um, LaGuardia at, like, 11. Or like No, it leaves at, like, 10. And it gets to Columbia around, like, 11.30. So I would literally take a day trip to do, like, these shoots for Target, calls, yeah, that's all these things. And then I would come back to teaching. So it was like I was living, like, a double life. That's like, crazy. back and forth. And there was a point where my principal was like, you know, yeah. do you want to continue to teach? And this, this and that. I'm like, nah, I'm going to call it. Like, <laughs> this is it. So around, like, February, really, was when I signed my letter. I was like, I'm not coming back. Right. And that was, like, the notion that the whole school then knew. was like, oh, this motherfucker really made it. Like, <laughs> this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, this Like, this, this son of a bitch. Did you kind of spike the ball in the, in the teacher's lounge? I like, wanted to. <laughs> So bad because there were so many, and this actually this one lady who was an English te- teacher, she was very adamant about like you have a good job, you have insurance, like you don't need to quit your job, da 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 da. And she got a Target catalog in the mail, <laughs> and it you and, sign that. And she literally, I was like on the cover of it, and there was like three images of me like inside oh, cool. of it, and she brings it to school, and she's like. Mr. Davis, look what came in my mail. I'm like, what? She like shows me. She's like, would you mind signing this from me? I'm like, you are the same fucking lady <laughs> that told me <laughs> to not like quit, to not oh, quit my day job, awesome. to do this and that. Like, you're well, gonna regret it. And now you want me to sign this, like, you know, catalog for you. And I did it, you know. But I'm just like, you know, don't tell people that they can't do things because you're incapable of seeing the vision. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Yeah, I I find that that kind of thing is like a it's also another we talked about the defense mechanism men put up. Yes. It, I think it's a defense mechanism for some people. Ah, for sure. I, I really do. I never um, thought about it. Well, we'll see it in the in the in that way, but that's true. Yeah. Well, we do a lot of coaching uh in the gym and stuff and you'll find people will like, "All right, 
I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to reduce my calories. I'm going to eat healthy food. And then people at home are like, what, you too good to eat the dinner I made? Ah, yeah. No? You know, it's like, well, why aren't you eating what I'm eating? Why aren't you meeting me where I – you ever tried to – I don't know if you had any vices. You ever tried to quit smoking or anything like that? Or you have friends uh, who have. I've had to. Tr- I've 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 tried to stop drinking. Well, you ever, <laughs> like so so much. You know. What well, I mean? yeah, well, sure. But you ever notice like, I don't know. It's a thing you'll find like, you're trying to quit something, and then the people around you that yeah. still do the thing, they're like, Nah, man. For sure. Here you want here. Come on, you want. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, dude, I'm trying to quit, and they're like, yeah. You're not really gonna quit. Yeah. It's just, like when you go out drinking with your buddies, like just have one beer. You're like, yeah, bro, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to have I'm any drinking drinks. tonight. Yeah, I'm like, not. Drinking oh, you're tonight. drinking tonight. Oh yeah. Like, what's like, wrong with you? Order shots. I'm like, no, yeah. bro, I don't Dude. want it. Stop. <laughs> I don't want a Jaeger. Back it up. But it's, I think it's a pull that people. Have. I mean, it's you know. Yeah. That's the opposite of what you're doing. Exactly. Right? You're yeah. you're doing it in a positive way. Yeah. It's the same thing. They're just doing it on a negative way. I think. Exactly. I think. Yeah. I think. No, that makes a hundred percent sense. At least, at least it makes me not hate them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's not on purpose. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, so she's able to like see through that and be like, "Wow, you're awesome." You yeah. Know? So yeah, it's, you gotta yeah. you gotta have that positive outlook on it. Yeah. So you didn't win. I didn't win. I did. I didn't win. And you know, as 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 bummed as I was about it, I was like, I have to think about. I am this, you know, normal guy from South Carolina that teaches kids that had the opportunity to go to a place where people I've idolized for years are in the same building and are standing next to me. So cool. We're talking about like similar things. Like these are just, and when you talk to them, you realize how normal they are and how much normal stuff they do. Right. And how much like the same stuff that you like, they like too. Like they're not like these like people that live very extravagant lifestyles as some people may think they really like living, especially people like Chadwick or Morgan Freeman, like people that are from, Places that are similar to where I came from, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They still have that inside of them. You know what I mean? Like, they're not captivated by Hollywood. That's cool. And how, like, Hollywood. And that's one of the things that I get a lot, too. Like, people always like, why won't you move to L.A.? Why won't you move to – and I've thought about it, but it's like there was a week I spent in L.A. Yeah. And I was like, I can never live here. Mm. You know what I mean? I was like, I would easily be captivated and – become something that my mother, father, and grandmother, like, raised me not to be. Wow. I would easily be that. Because it's like once you're in the element, if you're, like, this high-profile model that I am and you live in a high-profile area, yeah, you become that. But it's Oof. like if you have this entity, this high-profile internet, like, you know, yeah. like, supermodel thing, but you live in a humble place, you know, and there's nothing more humbling than like two kids. Than your family? Yeah. Than like then eleven year old and a seven year old. Never impress you, your family. Like yeah. you and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing more humbling than what like a, whatever. Uh, what a self fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> like you aren't gonna impress your family. Yeah. But we try so damn hard. Exactly, yeah. And they still you yeah. know, they call you whatever nickname you were called when you were five. Yeah. Like, Stop that. Yeah. Right? Damn. It's like, damn. You, you know what I mean? So it was like you know, I've done all this shit. You're still Bubba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're still no. Bubba. You're still Bubba. <laughs> yeah, whatever they call it. <laughs> they called me Bubba when I was little. Yeah. It drives me crazy. <laughs> they still do it, and I'm like, stop it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So it's like, I mean, and I, 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 I take it with a grain of salt because it's That's like, cool. you know, as much as I gave thought to, like, you know, I should maybe move here because maybe if I move here, there might be more opportunities oh, sure. and sure. with this and that stuff. But I'm like, the opportunities that I'm getting are – and I felt this way because when I was talking to a guy in L.A. and I was telling him – he was actually my Uber driver. And I was telling him, like, what I do. And I was like, yeah, I just did, like, this huge gap ad and da-da-da. And, you know, he – and he had been living in L.A. his whole life. Mm. And I've been trying to become, like, this model, like, uh, commercial actor <laughs> person his whole life. But then here comes this guy from South Carolina. Like, Get out of my car. Who's, like, made it. Yeah. And that when it's dawned on me, he basically was like, you know, it's crazy because it's, like, the older I get. And he told me that. He's like, the older I get, the more I realize that I didn't have to stay here to be what I wanted to be. 
I could have moved to Atlanta. I could have moved somewhere down south where it was cheap, cheaper and really f- fulfilled this prophecy yeah. that I wanted to Not do. have to drive Uber. Yeah. 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 You, you know what I mean? And I told him, I said, dude, honestly, it's not too late because he was 30, 32 oh, at the yeah. time. And um, I had just turned 30. And I was like, dude, I just turned 30 yeah. and I just got signed to like a modeling agency. Like, I'm 30 years old, and this is my first time. Like, people, like, this does not happen. Like, people right. don't sign 30 year old male models so, <laughs> to, like, to, like, a modeling agency and, like, well, you know what I mean? And, like, bet on them, you know? Yeah. Like, you have to have something special right. about you right. for that right. to happen. Right. You, you know? So, mm. it was like one of those things where I was like, okay, you know. There were so many people that I taught with, and I understand, like, the teaching profession. It's very frustrating, right? And you feel like you're stuck every now and then, and there are so many teachers that, you know, feel like – because education is one of those things where, like, once you stop, it's hard for you to get a job outside of education. I can see that. You, you know yeah. what, I, what I mean? Yeah. It's like any other profession, it's easier for you to transfer jobs. Sure. In in a way. Right. But when you're an educator, it's really hard for you to go from being an educator to being like, you know, working for like, I don't know, some like tech company or yeah. like whatever, working it's for a, a bank sp- or specific anything. mindset too. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I feel like a lot of them felt like they were stuck. And, you know, I've had that oh, feeling, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So I was like, I know, I noticed there were some people that I was very close with that were very happy for for me. But a lot of the older, you know, te- teachers felt like had like a little bit of like, not hatred, but like a little bit of like resentment. <laughs> a little, little bit of like. Jealousy. This fucker. Set. Like, yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Now, like, you know, I go back to schools and I, I talk to some of the kids. And I've been back to the old middle school that I taught at to speak. And a lot of the teachers that were there are no longer there. <laughs> right. So it's like right. a lot of the teachers that are there now, they're like, wait, you used to teach here? I'm like, yeah. And, like, you know, they're, like, very inspired by my story. Right. A lot of them are like, well, I've always had this dream about opening up this coffee shop. And I tell people, like, my biggest to- toxic trait is telling people that – they can, like, just quit whatever the fuck, fuck they're doing and just go after your dream. Yeah. Like, I am not that guy to tell you, like, take it slow. Like, you never know. Save right, your money. Right, right, right. I'm like, no. Bet it all on yourself. Yeah. Like, take it all out. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, like, my biggest to- toxic trait that a lot of people say I have. They're, <laughs> they're like, dude, that's like, you might ruin someone's life. I'm like, no, I'm not. Because if you believe in yourself, sure. if you believe in your process, and if you know what you're capable of, you'll make that shit happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like helping you see what you're capable of. Yeah, I yeah. feel you. I yeah, feel you. yeah. It's it's fun being that inspiring voice. Yeah, you know, it's it's a good thing. Um, wow. Yeah. So that's one type of hater. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned haters on oh, Instagram. Oh yeah, man. What is what do you got to deal with? I it's mean, mostly like, and you know, I like. I go to the gym, you know what I'm saying? Like, I work out, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like... You've got pictures of you working. Yeah, you know? So, people have this misconception that because I'm this body positive influencer or because I tell people that it's okay for you to look a certain way as long as you're confident that I'm promoting obesity and I'm promoting, like, unhealthy lifestyle. Sure. And it's crazy because I'm like, I'm not promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. When have you ever seen me... Eat a whole bunch of like fried food and say you need to eat this every day. Yeah, there are pictures it's of you good eating for pizza. You. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're I'm working like, out. Yeah, like you're riding like, bikes and running. I, I've seen yeah. the pictures. You you know, so I'm like, I promote a healthy lifestyle because my yeah. biggest thing about being body positive is not only being positive that your body's good enough, but you also have to have a positive mentality about your body. Why would you treat your body like shit? And put shit yeah, in it, yeah. and not oh, right. and not do positive things for it, right? But then feel good about it. You can't feel good yeah. about your body unless you do good things for it. Yeah, everybody should exercise. I don't care how big or small yep. you are. Everybody should get up and move throughout the day. I'm not saying like you need to lift weights and run marathons, but you need to get up and walk. Yeah, why would you sit down all <laughs> no. all day, right? <laughs> so it's like I have these like haters, and I call them like. The Jimbro haters, because they're always like, oh, I see. dude, like, you need to, uh, like, you're promoting obesity. Like, mm-hmm. all these guys have the misconception, like, they need to da-da-da, you know. And it's like, bro, I am not telling any guy in the world ever right. that, like, doing A, B, and C is, like, the way to go. I'm telling you how I live. 
and what works for me. But I'm also telling you that if you feel insecure because your body looks a certain way because of what people think you should look like or how you think you should look like, that's not being body positive. You need, like, if you want to make a change for your body, make it because you want it. You don't need to make it because you see a picture of Zac Efron on the cover of Men's Health, and you're like, I want to look like Zac Efron. Why the fuck do you want to look? Why do, why do you want to look, look like Zac well, Efron? Well, I mean, he's also, I think this week, maybe last week, he's he's come out. He yeah, actually, he had, like, plastic surgery or something, Plastic right? surgery, and yeah. he's done... Um, I mean, I don't want to say the word steroids because there's more. It's way deeper than yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like but he's he's used enhancing supplements, exactly. To, you yeah, know, substances to make himself look like that. I mean, it ain't real. It's not real. Yes. So I tell guys like I tell anybody, like, like, it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> and you need to real. And you need to live what's real. You need to live what's best for you. And don't yeah. try to live up to other expectations of what other people yeah. think is beautiful. That's what being body positive is, you know. And then sometimes I clap back, and sometimes I'm like, "Man, fuck this dude!" Like, I don't even <laughs> yeah, care. what you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Okay, I didn't. I wasn't thinking that at all. Yeah, yeah, you hear you hear a lot of that discussion. I mean, and I think I think you're getting lumped in with the whole industry. Yeah, you know. Yeah, when you're like, dude, I'm literally not the whole industry here. Exactly. Yeah, like it's not how it works. Yeah, but I mean, there are you know Victoria's Secret models that are obese. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Where do you fall on that? It's like, for me, it's like there's people that have a certain, you know, um, stature in their body, right? And yeah. it's like if you are – because I've known, like, bigger women in my family that have no health issues. Oh, yeah. And they're, like, right. completely fine, right? Yep. And then I'll have a person in my family that works out every day and they, like, have, like, you know, problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like for me, it's like – I don't really care much how you look. I care more about how you feel, how you make other people feel. So it's like for me, if you are, you know, overweight and, you know, you like do things that are positive for your body and like you actually, you know, are encouraging other people to do the same, you know, I feel like people get this misconception of like if like a bigger person, you know, is confident in themselves that they are telling people that it's okay and confident to be fat. I think they're just saying that, like, it's okay for them to be this way and they're confident in the way that they look. But if something health-related were to arise, they would change their body. Right. They would start to do things, like, just like me. Like, I started exercising and doing um, and eating differently whenever I got diagnosed with type type 2 diabetes. I don't. I don't really eat as much fried food as I used to. Right. You know, I used to, like, have, like, you know, fried chicken maybe, like, once a week, and now maybe have it, like, once a month. Right. You know, because it's, like, I have to watch what I put into my body. Yeah, it's a longevity have, concern now. It is, yeah. I don't want to die when I'm 50. Exactly, yeah. yeah you know, and, like, I want to see my kids get married. I want right, to, like, right, be right. A, a granddad, you know. Like, I want to do all of these things. Do you think that people mix aesthetics and health together for sure together. yeah right because i mean i know from experience they're not the same thing yeah but i mean that's kind of the world we live in isn't uh, it a hundred percent like people will look at a guy that's like super jacked and ripped right think like, he's healthy oh he's in shape he's healthy but meanwhile he's guy, taking every substance known yeah. to man to make himself look like that, that yeah man, that's not good bro yeah arnold schwarzenegger's had three or four open heart surgeries exactly yeah because that's, of that same like, thing yeah and like you know uh our our R.I.P. to Macho Man Randy Savage, mm-hmm. one, of, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. You Same know, deal. he Same had deal. a heart attack. And he right. was, if you right. saw him walking down the street, oh, that guy's super fit, super right. strong. Like, there's no way. You, you, you know? So it's like, people definitely have this, uh, because it's like, the world is very visual, right? Yeah. And it's like, when we see a guy in a suit driving a Mercedes, what do we automatically think? This guy's educated, he has a lot of money, money. he's making money, you know, he's a good guy, but who's to say that this guy, like, may not have any money? He may actually just be, like, you know, a driver for somebody else. He had enough to buy that suit. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously, right? Well, hey, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, like, you know, you have this expectation of people, like, when people see somebody that's, you know, has like dirty hands and they're like in a pickup truck. Like, yeah. what do they think? Oh, he's like a working class man. It's a hard this work. guy should be like a millionaire. Like, yeah. you have no idea what this man is. You have no yeah. idea. So, like, the aesthetics of what like life is. Like, people look at something 
and they think this and they look at something and they think yeah. that, but it's completely two different worlds. It can yeah. be completely opposite. Can be. Yeah. So that's another side of it is the um the, the dressing for success sort of a yeah. approach, right? That's not it's not just the the you know naked physical appearance. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's also the way you dress. I mean yeah. that seems to be where you, you kinda got going. Yeah. Um what are some of the things that you I don't know, coach people or whatever. I mean, to yeah. that's got to be a big part of it yeah. about feeling better about who you are is yeah. is looking better. Yeah. Well, my eleven year old, she's a girl, obviously, and I have two daughters, eleven and seven. But my eleven year old, you know, she's at that preteen stage, and she wanted. We went back to school shopping, man, and she wanted these jeans with like holes in the upper thigh and a crop top. Mm-hmm. And I literally looked at her in her face and Hell I said. No. What do you think I am? Like, do, I'm your dad. like, oh, do you what <laughs> ever in God's green earth would you think that I would ever purchase this and allow you to wear this in my presence? It's never happened. Like, what are you on? Yeah, yeah. right. So it's like even You're not teach, thinking. No, it's like and even teaching my daughter, daughter is like you know if you dress a certain way. People are going to look at you a certain way. Right. If you're 11 years old wearing a crop top, this and right. that, and you're dressed like you're like a sophomore in, in in college, like you should not, I should not look at you and be able to like try to figure out if you're in high school or college or middle school. Right. That's not the way this works. Yeah, I need to look at you and know that you're in middle school. <laughs> you are my daughter, and that's not like you're not wearing spoken that. like a dad. Yeah, it's okay right? though. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, that's not happening, right? Yeah. So it's like I like live that a lot in my life now. I mean, yeah. the seven year old, I don't really have to worry about. She's still like a you know, she's yeah. still very much like a baby kid. You know, yeah, she yeah, still yeah. loves to play with dolls. Right. You know, but my oldest is like in the makeup. She's in all these different things, and oh, she wants so social media. She has a cell phone. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like all the things that I'm like, God damn it, like. Yeah. How do, no. we, how do we get here? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like me like coaching her. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm doing the same thing that I do online. but And it's crazy because it's like every, everything I do in my social media life, I implement in my real life. Or what I do in my real life, I implement in my social media life. So it's cool. People often sometimes they live like two separate lives on their social media and in, the, in their real life. Mine are like intertwined because cool. there's nothing fake, fake, fake about it. Yeah. I'm a dad. Like this is real life. Like I have diabetes. I like suffer from, you know, like you know, anxiety every now and then. Like I'm very real about all my struggles and all my like you know highest points of life, right? Right. right. Because there's a balance. Like Absolutely. people always are like you know like people always on Instagram always post their like most best moments. I post both, you know, and um, you know it's. I think it's very important for people to understand that. Everybody is human. It does not matter how much money you make or how successful you are or how successful you think you are. At the end of the day, you're still human. Yeah. And people need to understand that about me. And I think that's why I've been able to have so much. Um, I get a lot of local love now because it's like a lot of people didn't realize that I still lived here. <laughs> and like, he didn't leave. Yeah. So like now that like when they see me at like Soda City Farmer's Market, they see me mm-hmm. pick up my like daughters from school. People like, you know, recognize me and they like love to see me. That's cool. And they're like, wait, aren't you that like, like aren't you that model guy for yeah. Target? Like, yeah. yeah. You know, and there's so many people that I meet. And, you know, outside of South Carolina, and they'll be like, I feel like I know you from somewhere. And I'll be like, uh, I don't know. But it's like they recognize my face. Just tell them I work at Target. Yeah, right? <laughs> they recognize my face. Right. But then again, like just like I said, like the imposter syndrome, yeah. I still have a lot of trouble sometimes speaking to random strangers about what I do. Because it's like sure. I don't want to come off as that guy that's like, a, I'm bragging, or B, that I think I'm, like, this hot shit. It's because it's not that. It's that I'm just, like, literally yeah. telling you, like, a fact of what I do. But right. some people right. take that as, like, a oh, misconception yeah. of, like, oh, this guy's, like, he's hot shit because he models for Target and Nike <laughs> and he has all these followers on Instagram. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just, like, telling you what I do. Like, you ask thing. me what I do for yeah. a living, so yeah. I'm just telling you. But there's there are some people that I still do tell them that I'm still a – Teacher, like when I travel, and like there was a lady in LA that stopped stopped me and was like, 
I feel like I know you from somewhere. I'm like, I've never met you before in my life. And she's like, no, I've seen you somewhere before. Are you are you like an actor or something? I'm like, no, I'm just, just a teacher in South Carolina. She was like, oh, yeah. I don't know you. But <laughs> she probably did know me from like a Target commercial. Or like, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know? That. Yeah. Hmm. But it's like those moments where it's like I get a little bit of anxiety there because I'm like, I don't want to oh. go into like this conversation. Of, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, do I owe you money? What? Yeah. <laughs> do I owe you money? Are you the IRS? <laughs> um. I still owe that four K in back taxes. I'm sorry. I still owe that four K. I joke about that. I know, right? Um, so what's next for you, man? I mean, yeah. So what's next is um, I'm really wanting to be. So I'm going to give it a little bit. Uh, let's see. I'm going to do, like, maybe three or four more years of being in front of the camera and being, like, the face of, like, you know, this inclusivity and all these things. But eventually I want to venture out and I want to be on the back end. I want to be on the creative side. I want to be, like, a creative director. And I want to, you know, really change the landscape of not only fashion but the way uh, the fashion industry operates. In a way, especially for yeah, the, it, especially for the men's side. So my ultimate dream goal is to be like a creative director of like, uh, like a Gap or like um, a magazine or yeah. something like something where I am in creative control of what you know everybody sees, and they see like in they see like in inclusiveness they see like love they see positivity you know so basically the same thing that i did with my blog and my brand i want to bring to like an actual brand and a lot of the people that i talked to in new york they were like a lot of these brands will not talk to people unless they build their own entity Mm. because it's like if you can build your own entity from the ground up that we know with all of the resources and money and people that we have, you'll be able to take us to like the highest heights, right? Sure. So around, so I'm 35 now. Around like when, really, I'm gonna give it like five years because like when I'm 40, I feel like you know I still I still might do like some ads and some fashion stuff, yeah. but I really want to be like in the creative di- direction yeah. area. I believe you'll like, do it. Yeah, I do. Thank you. Putting it out in the universe. That's Wrong. that's how it works, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. So um, I don't know when this is going to come out versus the Growth Summit, which is in October. Yes. But um, you can catch him here. Yeah. The Growth Summit. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. super excited, excited about it. Greg is awesome. It, like, we like we had a really, really don't awesome, awesome chat. Shit. But you're awesome, too, James. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's all right. He's all right. Yeah. yeah. He's all right. Yeah. Um, what do you, is there anything you want to leave anybody that might be listening to this Uh, thoughts or feelings or anything? Yes. Uh, whoever's listening to this, I want you to know that whatever dream you have or whatever vision, because to me, your imagination is simply a preview of the reality that you have to work hard to get. Right. So it's like, if there's something in your brain, there's something that you cannot like, function without and when i mean dreams i mean you think about this thing every day when you go into work when you leave work when you're driving when you're with your family you're thinking about what if i were to do this Mm. i really want to do this your calling your dream like something that you're passionate about just fucking do it like you have to do it and you have to bet on yourself and you have to understand that there's going to be a lot of people that do not believe in you. There's a lot of people that did not believe in me. There's a lot of people that didn't believe in anybody. Right. Right. Because people can't see things that you tell them like me telling somebody as a 28 year old dude, I'm going to be a model. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can, you're 28. They're going to be 30 in like two years. You're not going to be a model. Stop. You're balding. Like, (laughs) like, stop it. You know, but it's like, I want to tell the people, you have to go after your dreams. There's no other way for you to do it. And your like price of like having somebody else open up that coffee shop you wanted to getting coffee at that coffee shop Mm. that you're supposed to have every morning while you go to the job where you keep dreaming about the coffee shop is going to be the worst pain that you can feel. 
regret is like one of the worst things to feel because it's like that could have been you. You could have had that. Mm. You could have did it. But you didn't bet on yourself. You didn't believe in yourself. And this is the result of that. That person that believed in themselves and that bet on themselves is serving you the coffee. Mm. You know? So you got to, like, you just have to go for it, you know? And as toxic as that might sound, like, people that have, because I have, like, a family, right? I have, like, a, like I give up insurance, like, state insurance. I give up all that stuff yeah, to do this, <laughs> right? And it's like, right. I did it, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, it paid off. Yeah. And you are going to have times where, you know, you are going to doubt your yourself and you're going to be like, damn, like, I wish, you know, things were going a little bit differently but that's a part of the process like you have to be processed in order to like enjoy the end of it like you have to go through it like you can't just do it and it just happened like you have to go through the struggle the process is in is everything so i tell everybody to enjoy the process of becoming successful because the biggest like to me i think about a lot of the negative times i had and how it shaped me to get ready for those, like, times where I had to be on set with Gap. Yeah. And it was, like, an eight-hour, four-day, four eight-hour set for four days. And you have to be in the zone, right? Like, all those moments led me into, like, being focused on this one moment, you know? Like, just like, you know, is it M&M's? Like, you only get one shot, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So that's right. literally how it is, right? Wow. So whoever's listening, go after your dreams. Don't listen to what anybody says. You know what I mean? And I wish you all the best of luck. Man. Yeah. You're a positive dude, man. Thank you. I try. I'm gonna, you got me <laughs> feeling good, man. Oh, good, man. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here today. Of course. Uh, yeah. Thank you, brother. You got, you got me juiced up. <laughs> I'm excited, man. All right, brother. <laughs>